Burks v. Brown, 2023, ARC App 562. The Arkansas Court of Appeals reversed a summary judgment order and remanded in a medical negligence case, bringing before the appellate court application of race ipsa loquitur. Judge Barrett explained, quote, Appellate Benny Burks, a special administrator of the estate of Oliver Lee Burks, deceased, or the estate, appeals an order from the Independence County Circuit Court granting summary judgments in favor of Dr. Hunter L. Brown and Dr. Robert T. Emery. The estate filed a medical malpractice case arising out of a surgical laparoscopic left nephrectomy procedure jointly performed on Oliver Burks by Dr. Brown as chief surgeon, with Dr. Emery assisting on December 29, 2015. During the procedure, Oliver Burks suffered a near-circumferential injury to his abdominal aorta, which resulted in his death. The circuit court granted Dr. Brown's and Dr. Emery's motions to reconsider their previously denied motions for summary judgment on October 19, 2021, dismissing the remainder of the estate's complaint and all amendments on the finding that the estate had not come forward with proof from a qualified expert to establish to a reasonable degree of medical certainty or probability that some action or inaction of the doctors fell below the standard of care and proximately caused the injury that would not have otherwise occurred. The estate appealed from this order, arguing that the circuit court erred in granting summary judgment in favor of Drs. Emory and Brown as a result of its erroneous application of race ipsa loquitur. We agree that summary judgment was not appropriate and material questions of fact are left unanswered. Thus, we reverse and remand. End of quote. The opinion noted the patient died after his aortic artery was severed in the operation. The decedent lost about five liters of blood. There was scant description in the medical records of the causal event leading to the injury. While defendants argued there was a malfunction of a stapler, there were other possible causes, including their negligence, precluding summary judgment, reasoned the appellate court. Quote, the purpose of the surgery was to remove Oliver Burks's left kidney, thus removing the early found non-lethal local cancer. Dr. Brown controlled the Da Vinci surgical robot from the control station six feet away with his back turned to the patient. At the same time, Dr. Emery was stationed at the bedside manipulating a handheld stapler, the placement and firing of which was controlled jointly by both him and Dr. Brown. It is unknown the exact mechanism of the injury to, doc- to Oliver Burks's aorta because there is scant detail in the medical record of the event. Dr. Brown's entire description of the unexpected catastrophic injury to Oliver Burks's aorta consists of one sentence. A vascular stapler was utilized to secure the hilum and there was an injury to the aorta. Nowhere in the record does Dr. Brown describe how the injury occurred or what caused it. The only description of the scope of the injury in the medical records is authored by Dr. J. Jeffrey, one of the surgeons brought in emergently to repair the aortic injury. In this record, Dr. Jeffrey describes the injury to Oliver Burks's aorta as near-circumferential, meaning that the only main artery where blood flowed through Dr. Burks's body was nearly severed in two. At no time during the surgery to remove Dr. Burks's kidney was there any medical purpose to cut or injure his aorta. End of quote. 
Defendants argued that the staple was to blame and that injury would have occurred regardless of any alleged fault on their part. The trial court granted summary judgment relying upon race ipsa loquitur. The Court of Appeals disagreed. Quote, the circuit court found that experts for both the estate and Drs. Brown and Emery opined that mechanical failure of the medical staple device could cause the injuries to Mr. Burks absent the negligence of the defendant doctors, and therefore the application of the doctrine of race ipsa loquitur was not appropriate under the facts presented in this case. On appeal, the estate argues this was incorrect. We agree. The doctrine of race ipsa loquitur was developed to assist in the proof of negligence where the cause is connected with an instrumentality in the exclusive control of a defendant. It applies where the evidence of the true cause is available to the defendant but not to the plaintiff. The doctrine, when applicable, allows the jury to infer negligence from the plaintiff's evidence of circumstances surrounding the occurrence. The theory of race ipsa loquitur is a rule of evidence that comes into play when 1. The defendant owes a duty to the plaintiff to use due care. 2. The accident is caused by the thing or instrumentality under the control of the defendant. 3. The accident that caused the injury is one that, in the ordinary course of things, would not occur if those having control and management of the instrumentality used proper care. And 4. There is an absence of evidence to the contrary. Arkansas law allows a rapes ipsa loquitur claim to stand against multiple defendants when it is unclear which of the defendants' negligence was the cause of the injury. End of quote. In this case, the majority opinion concluded race ipsa loquitur was inapplicable and did not support summary judgment for defendants. Quote, In its order, the circuit court focused on one possible theory, taken out of context, of what could have happened when Dr. Abrahams explained three possibilities of how the injury could have occurred. Dr. Abrahams had merely theorized that it was a possibility that the stapler malfunction, a possibility that he considered, analyzed, and discarded since there was absolutely no evidence of malfunction of the stapler. Dr. Abrahams did not testify he agreed with Drs. Brown and Emery or their expert that the stapler could have independently caused the injury to Mr. Burks by malfunctioning. Dr. Abrahams testified that the stapler was handheld and could not move on its own. It was a passive instrument only able to be moved by the operator of the device. It was Dr. Abrahams' unequivocal opinion that, within a reasonable degree of medical certainty, human error caused the lurching or movement forward that Dr. Brown and Dr. Emery claimed to have seen prior to the injury. What remained after showing that the stapler did not malfunction was Dr. Abrahams' two likely causes of the movement. One, Dr. Emery, for some reason, moved the stapler forward since it could not move itself, or two, the da Vinci robot controlled by Dr. Brown accidentally hit Dr. Emery's hand, causing the stapler to move forward. Both possibilities hinge on the negligence of the surgeons, Dr. Brown and Dr. Emery, who accidentally pushed the tissue forward with enough pressure to cause a major injury to, doc to Mr. Burks's aorta. We do not find that Drs. Brown and Emery established a prima facie case showing entitlement to summary judgment. Even if their allegations could somehow be considered as establishing a prima facie case of entitlement to summary judgment, 
the estate refuted that entitlement with the unequivocal testimony of its expert that the only manner in which the injury could have occurred to Mr. Burks's aorta was by the doctor's actions that fell below the standard of care. The non-moving party must only show the existence of a material issue of fact and controversy, and he has done so in this case. End of quote. Judge Gladwin, who was joined by Judge Gruber, dissented. Quote, Today the majority reverses the circuit court's order granting summary judgment to the appellees and allows the case to move forward against two medical professionals under an improper application of the doctrine of race ipsa loquitur. Because the majority incorrectly places the burden of proof on the appellees to establish causation, rather than requiring the appellate to set forth the required expert testimony to survive summary judgment in a medical malpractice case, I dissent. First, the majority writes that the order on appeal dismissed the case because the appellant failed to come forward with proof from a qualified expert to establish to a reasonable degree of medical certainty that some action or inaction of the appellees fell below the standard of care and proximately caused the injury. While this accurately reflects a finding of the court as it relates to appellant's cause of action for direct negligence, it is not the finding on review. After the first summary judgment hearing, the appellant abandoned her claims of specific negligence against the appellees and, as acknowledged on appeal, informed the court she would only be proceeding on a race ipsa loquitur theory. Upon reconsideration of the appellees' previously denied motions for summary judgment, the circuit court held that application of the doctrine of race ipsa loquitur is not appropriate under the facts of the case because the fourth element of the doctrine was not satisfied. I submit that the court correctly applied the law to the facts herein, and the order granting summary judgment should be affirmed. The majority faults the appellees for not describing how the injury to Mr. Burks's aorta occurred rather than focusing on the real issue, a question of law, which is whether the appellate is entitled to application of the doctrine of race ipsa loquitur. Arkansas law dictates she is not. For the doctrine to be applicable, it must first be established that 1. The defendant owed a duty to the plaintiff to use due care. 2. The accident must be caused by the thing or instrumentality under the control of the defendant. 3. The accident that caused the injury must be one that, in the ordinary course of things, would not occur if those having control and management of the instrumentality used proper care, and four, there must be an absence of evidence to the contrary. A recurrent theme in the majority's opinion is the lack of evidence presented by the appellees that something other than their own negligence caused the injury. Accordingly, the majority deviates from precedent by shifting the burden to the medical providers to prove that the injury was a result of something other than their own negligence before appellant has proved entitlement to the doctrine. Case law is clear that appellees were not required to offer an explanation of the event unless the four essential elements of race ipsa loquitur were established. As detailed above, they were not. Thus, the doctrine is not applicable here, the majority's analysis is wrong, and the circuit court's order dismissing the case should have been affirmed. End of quote. End of decision.